good morning, good afternoon, good evening. You're listening to the Thai Expat Daily Show. I'm your host, Kieran Mack, and thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to like this video if you're watching us on YouTube, and please do subscribe. We're also available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and a host of other podcast players. Now that that's all done, let's jump into today's show. And we'll start off like we always do with the daily COVID numbers. Thailand logs 7,526 new COVID-19 cases and 19 more fatalities during the previous 24 hours, the Public Health Ministry announced on Friday morning. On Thursday, 2,895 COVID-19 patients were discharged from hospitals after recovering from the illness. Since the pandemic started in early 2020, there have been 2.2 million COVID-19 cases, with 2.1 million complete recoveries so far. The latest Phuket Provincial Public Health Office daily COVID situation report has marked 414 new local infections confirmed across the island yesterday, bringing the total number of people recognised as infected with COVID-19 in Phuket since April 3rd to 21,127. COVID-19 infections in the eastern coastal province of Chambori continue to surge, with 1,342 new cases being recorded in the past 24 hours, including clusters among students at two universities and with more than half of the cases reported from Bangalamung district, which covers the beach town of Pattaya. And moving along to the first story of the day, Thai Hotel threatens customer with 3 million baht lawsuit over a bad review. A Thai customer has been threatened with a costly lawsuit by a hotel in Khao Yai in Thailand's northeastern province of Nakhon Ratchasima after she complained about the hotel on a travel agency website and gave it a low rating following her stay there last year. Secretary General of the Lawyers for the People Foundation wrote on Facebook on Thursday that he had been contacted by the customer about the lawsuit. On December 19th last year, she rated the hotel as 6 out of 10 and wrote about her poor experience there. The customer then received a notice instructing her to remove the review from the website, pay compensation of 3 million baht and publish a public apology in five Thai language newspapers for seven days. The hotel also threatened to charge her 50,000 baht a day if she fails to comply. She sought advice from the lawyer on a pro bono basis about whether a lawsuit is possible when she had only written an honest review of the service and questioned whether her identity has been revealed to the hotel by the travel agency. The review in which the customer complained that the stay was overpriced for the experience has also been removed from the website. The lawyer said his client has not deleted it and questioned whether the hotel had contacted the website to have it removed. Well, talk about some very bad publicity by a hotel. Absolute nonsense here. Now, instead of, you know, apologizing to the guest, taking on board this feedback and using it to improve their service, they've decided to go completely the opposite direction and start suing people over it. In a time where hotels are so desperate for customers and business, this hardly seems like a very smart idea. Generally, what happens in this case and what will happen is that people will definitely side with the person who reviewed it because at the end of the day, they're just giving their opinion. That's why sites like TripAdvisor and Google Reviews exist. And for hotels to come out and start suing people because they gave them a mediocre review is just lunacy. We saw this with the American, I think about a year ago, he was sued or was threatened with jail. I think he actually maybe went to jail over the same thing. 
And at the end of the day, hotels are businesses. They provide a service and yes, they are allowed and deserve to be rated so people know exactly what they're getting when they go there. As far as I'm concerned, hotels that go down this line of suing people because they wrote and gave their opinion about the hotel should really be stricken from online travel agents and review sites and just have a warning stuck beside them saying, this hotel may sue you if you say something bad about them. And I definitely think that will keep people away from them. I think the only way this hotel, which they have a name by the way, will ever be able to survive in the future is by a rebranding and sacking the hotel manager probably at some point. And moving along, complaints filed against restaurants in Uban Ratchathani for spreading COVID-19. Provincial authorities in Thailand's northeastern province of Uban Ratchathani have lodged complaints with Muang District Police against four pub restaurants for allegedly defying health safety and preventative measures causing the spread of COVID-19. Named in the complaint are the Rim the Road, Anas, Reunion and Karin establishments. A similar complaint was earlier lodged with Ekamai 487, another pub restaurant blamed for the infection of 718 customers and for putting at risk more than 2,100 people who are now under observation. The venues face charges of violating the Communicable Disease Control Act and the Emergency Decree. Deputy Public Health Permanent Secretary Dr. Narang Sai Wong, accompanied by Dr. Tui San, Public Health Inspector General and spokesman for the Centre for COVID-19 Situation Administration, inspected the ECMI 487 venue on Thursday to collect information about its role in the spread of the disease for presentation to the CCSA at its meeting today. The venue is a windowless, air-conditioned, one-storey building. It has live music and about 40 tables. There is a fridge storing soft and alcoholic drinks for sale to customers, despite displaying a sign saying no alcohol on sale. The venue also reportedly hosted games with rewards to attract customers. Health officials say that another five to six pub restaurants are under investigation and facing possible legal action, warning that any such venue found to have allowed those under 20 to enter will be closed for five years. And next up, Thailand passed suspension among measures to curb new COVID wave, no lockdown imposed. Tourists entering Thailand on a Thailand Pass, granted under the Minimum Quarantine Test and Go program, may do so until January 15th instead of January 10th, but new applications for the Thailand Pass will remain suspended until further notice, according to the Centre for COVID-19 Situation Administration. The entry ban by arrivals from eight African countries due to the initial Omicron variant spread there has been lifted and they will now be treated like any other arrivals. For pubs and bars in the eight tourist sandbox provinces, they can open as restaurants and sell alcohol like other eateries in the zone if they seek permission from authorities by January 15th. In the rest of the country, those nightlife venues will remain closed beyond the previously planned reopening date of January 16th. Eight sandbox provinces, which include Bangkok, Kanchanaburi, Krabi, Chamburi, Nantaburi, Patumtani, Panya and Phuket, remain unchanged, as do the measures and rules for eateries in the provinces and can serve alcohol until 9pm. Apart from that, from January 11, Thailand will open registration for sandbox arrivals in Suratani, Krabi and Panya, where its health services and managements are prepared. This will help disperse the travellers from Phuket, currently the only functioning sandbox province, receiving international arrivals without quarantine and boost local tourism. These are all the measures adopted by the CCSA at the meeting today to address the new wave of COVID-19 infections currently sweeping the country. 
According to the CCSA spokesman, Dr. Tawisan, the CCSA has also adjusted COVID-19 zoning by increasing the orange or control zones to over 69 provinces instead of 39. Currently, there are only orange and blue or sandbox zones. Besides the eight sandbox provinces, the rest of Thailand is in the orange zone. All business and non-business activities are permissible in these 69 areas without restrictions such as schools of all levels, child development centres, libraries, eateries inside or outside, malls, convenience stores, markets, flea markets, hotels, beauty salons, beauty clinics, spas, sports grounds, swimming pools, cinemas and stadia among others. Other activities can be held with permission from the Provincial Communicable Disease Committee or from the Bangkok Metropolitan Administration. Regarding interprovincial travel, Dr. Tuisan said that there are no restrictions, although the COVID-19 alert has been raised to level 4, while advising that such travel should be avoided unless it is necessary. He said that the CCSA did not decide to close down any more businesses beyond bars and pubs, which have already been closed and remain so beyond January 16th. Regarding the eight sandbox provinces, he explained that eateries which can serve alcohol until 9pm must meet the SHA plus and Thai stock COVID 2 plus standard. Working from home should continue until the end of January, he said, as he urged both the private and public sectors to allow their staff to do so. So that is the news of today. Basically, the Test and Go program, which is part of the Thailand Pass, has been suspended indefinitely now. There is no talk about when it's going to be started back up again and what is going to exactly happen to people. Now, they had spoken about the deadline for the Test and Go and people who had already got their passes to be the 10th of January, but now they've moved it to the 15th of January. And actually what they've said is, well, it's the 15th of January for now. We may extend it beyond then. And this is a lot of mess and going on i mean what what do they think tourists are doing sitting here waiting for them to announce when they can use their thailand pass or not you know i mean most people i think beyond the 10th of january has nearly cancelled their holidays now and are going somewhere else so this is the kind of messing you know for a country who have been so dependent on tourism they seem to not have a clue about the tourist mindset and tourism businesses mindset just don't get it it's it's very strange it's a very odd way to behave now what they've also done is they have decided to allow other sandbox areas to reopen i think if some people might remember last august or october we had the panya sandbox and the krabi and the samui sandbox so these are going to be allowed to restart again under exactly the same scenario as before so if you want to go to kaolak you have to go straight from phuket airport to kaolak you have to stay there at least seven nights before you can leave to go somewhere else and you have to do two rt-pcr tests which will be at your expense from now on the government will no longer be paying for the second one at present those tests are costing approximately between 2200 to 2400 baht in phuket the same will apply, of course, if you want to go to Krabi or Samui. You will have to do seven nights and then you'll be free after your seven nights and your two negative PCR tests to go anywhere else you want in the country. But at present, you will have to go to those areas. And another thing is you can't go to Phuket for a few nights and then decide you want to go to Kaolak for another few nights. You have to do your seven nights in one of the sandbox areas to begin with. So that's a bit of news. And I hear a lot of hoteliers are, you know, very joyful about this, but I think they should swing their minds back to when we had the sandbox here a few months ago. And they might remember how unsuccessful it was in the likes of Panya, Krabi and Samui. It just didn't catch on. People just didn't want to participate in it. It just wasn't an attractive option for them. And the bigger part about all this and what everybody seems to be forgetting about is it's the two RT-PCR tests. This is the big put off for people. 
having to go and do two tests and with a country that currently has a lot of COVID within it, the chances of testing positive are there. It's a legitimate concern. Now, I also want to spell out for people and be clear about what are the consequences of testing positive in Thailand yet again for COVID-19 if you're here on a holiday. And what are the consequences if you're a high-risk contact or HRC as they call them now here in Thailand? So firstly, if you test positive for COVID-19 here in Thailand, you will spend a minimum of 10 nights in a hospital, which is like a converted hotel that's like a hospital. It's basically an isolation facility. Or you could spend that time in a hospital, depending if you have symptoms that are severe enough to warrant you to be in a hospital. But you will be there for a minimum of 10 nights. After those 10 nights and your PCR test, if you're negative and you're fit and healthy, you will be released. By the way, all this is at your expense. If you're in a hospital, that's again the hotel slash hospital combined, more than likely your insurance company will not pay for that. If you're in a hospital, better chance that they will pay for it. Now, the next one, high-risk contact, HRCs. Now, HRC, a high-risk contact, will be maybe, for example, your husband tests positive and you are in the room and you test negative. You are considered a high-risk contact because you've been with that person, you've shared a bed, but you're not positive. What's going to happen to you is you have to spend approximately 11 to 14 nights in isolation in what they call hotel isolation right now. It's nearly, it's longer than if you actually got COVID. And that's the crazy part about it. You will do a PCR test on day five and a PCR test on day 10. If they are both negative, then you can actually leave the quarantine on day 11. They say two weeks, but in essence, it's not really. They have a little latitude in regards to that because if you pass your second one on day 10, you're not actually getting another PCR test then. So they will say that you're clear of COVID and you can move on and you can leave the hotel. The likes of Phuket now are using hotels for this. So are Kaolak and Krabi. So you'll stay at a hotel. You'll basically be stuck in the room there for 11 nights. You'll pay your rate. You'll pay your food. You'll pay for your PCR tests. And it could add up to a nice, you know, 30, 40,000 baht. It depends what kind of hotel you're staying in. What kind of level of hotel? Four star, five star. And not every hotel either has this hotel isolation. So you also have to remember that. But there is a chance that this can happen to you. Not everybody thinks it'll never happen to me until it happens to them. Remember, COVID, in my opinion, forget about the numbers in Thailand right now, is here. It's rampant. I think it's rampant because everywhere I go, I see people now testing positive. But those kind of numbers are not appearing on the daily figures. I think there's a huge suppression of the numbers within Thailand. And I'll give you an example. Today, I went in Phuket to purchase a few ATK antigen test kits at a very, very big shopping center uh, in Talang. And I went to three pharmacies and not one pharmacy had ATK tests. When I asked them, why you don't have any? They told me, completely sold out. We have never seen such demand in the last week for rapid antigen test kits ever. That's what I was told in three different pharmacies, top brand pharmacies. They have never seen the demand they have in the last week for rapid antigen test kits. I was told that as far as they know that all the, a lot of these people are testing positive, but they're just not telling anyone for fear of being thrown into field hospitals or hospitals and being landed with huge bills and having their lives completely disrupted by having no symptoms, but being and testing positive. So that is the general situation here in Thailand at the moment. And for foreigners and tourists coming here on their holidays, please remember there is a risk and it's really terrible to say this but you are slightly treated differently than a local would be locals can get away with not reporting themselves you can't because you're under the supervision of a pcr test from the government 
and they get the results and they're the ones who will then implement the rules and regulations and the protocols in relation to your positive test or your high risk contact with a positive person. I just want people to know about that. I think it's very important that when you're thinking about coming to Thailand, you understand that there is a risk because the amount of people I've met recently who had no idea that these were the rules in relation to testing positive or high risk contacts is enormous. Nobody is telling them about it. Their travel agents won't say it. The government won't say it. But then suddenly they test positive and it's all over the news and the agents who brought them there are being mentioned in the news and they're all trying to scramble saying, oh, we told them this or the information's readily available. Be upfront with people about it because it is ruining people's vacation and ruining the reputation of Thailand at the moment too. But I'd love to know, guys, what you think about today's announcements. Do you think the suspension of the test and go scheme is warranted? Do you think the introduction of sandboxes in a couple of different areas is a good idea? Do you think it will actually help those areas? Or do you just see it as kind of a reverting back to a few months ago when we didn't really have very much going on? It's kind of like a way to keep businesses happy, but not really helping because we all know that the PCR testing is the main turnoff for the tourist. I'd love to know your comments, guys, as always down in the comments section. And moving along, world's first color changing car unveiled. German car maker BMW has unveiled the world's first color changing car at the Consumer Electronics Show in Las Vegas. The concept car called the BMW iX Flow uses electronic ink technology normally found in e-readers to transform the car's exterior into a variety of patterns in grey and white. This is really energy efficient color change using the technology e-ink, said BMW research engineer Stella Clark. So we took this material, it's kind of a thick paper, and our challenge was to get this on a 3D object like our cars. When stimulated by electrical signals, controlled by a phone app, the material brings different pigments to the surface, causing the car to take on a different shade or design, such as racing stripes. In the future, the changes would also be controlled by a button in the car's dashboard, or perhaps even by hand gestures, Clark said. No energy is needed to maintain the color the driver selects, according to BMW. My favorite use case is the use of color to influence sunlight reflection, said Clark. On a hot, sunny day like today, you could switch the color to white to reflect sunlight. On a cold day, you could switch it to black to absorb the heat. Though the vehicle displayed at CES could only alternate between gray and white, the technology will be expanded to cover a spectrum of color, according to BMW. And finally, the Phuket News Daily Report scores test positive in Bangla ATK Blitz. The mass testing of staff working in the Bangla Road area in Patong by antigen test kit yesterday identified 159 people infected with COVID-19. Two slain as man opens fire at Phuket Town Fresh Market. Two people were killed and three others were injured from gunshot wounds as a man opened fire at a fresh market in Phuket Town earlier today. And finally, false alarm over COVID-positive French couple missing from Phuket Hotel. Reports of a French couple disappearing from their hotel in Kalim, north of Patong, after testing positive for COVID-19, have been dismissed as false. But ultimately, with this story or anything else that stood out to you today, I'd love to know your thoughts in the comments down below. Because yes, this is a new show, but it's also a conversation. Now keep that conversation going. Make sure you like this video, subscribe to the channel, share the video, and do all the good stuff that does help that YouTube algorithm. But ultimately, my name is Kieran Mack. You've been listening to the Thai Expat Daily Show, and we will see you next time.